Before we get to the show, I want to tell you about BetterHelp.com. That's a website. You could tell by the .com part. And it is a place to go with your feelings. It's an online counseling center that you can access 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and get matched up with a licensed therapist that can help you with all your problems, all of them. Do you understand me? So go to betterhelp.com, use the promo code tracks for 10% off your first month, and get started on, on today's a new day, a new you, Jennifer. Just talk to them. Let them know um, that today is the day you need to take care of your issues. I sound like I don't care, but I do. And that's the thing. Maybe I sound like, if I, don't, if I sound like I don't care about you, that's probably because you have issues, because I care about you. You so if you if you're hearing this and you're like Alice doesn't care about me that you need to go to BetterHelp.com and talk to somebody about that problem that you have um, because we're all here for you and we want you to be better BetterHelp.com forever dog space the final frontier these are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. So I was fired, but I was triumphant. Because now I was embarking on my dream job. You can't play <laughs> Paul's, please. I miss you. Paul already. You're saying that in front of our other guests. He was our guest twice over. Here. I miss him. What can I say? I'm so sorry, guest. No, no. You know what? You're going to miss me whenever yes. I leave. And you're like, oh, man. Oh, I'm just going to be behind, oh, one episode behind. Welcome. Never live in the present. I thought this song would kick in. Welcome to Trek Center City. Drive Time Radio. I have an accent now. Bienvenidos a Trek y la Ciudad. Yo entiendo todo. Yo went to Spanish classes. Yo asistía clases de español. Y entiendo todo que estás diciéndome. Yo no entiendo lo que dice, pero Verónica Osorio. Pero yo soy muy lit. Yo voy a fiesta, yo voy a conducir. Y cuando conduzco, yo hago accidentes. Welcome to Tracks in the City, guys. I'm Alice Wetterland. Yo soy Verónica Osorio. We're so happy to be here today. Me too. I love being a nerd. Me too. What do you like being a nerd about? Well, uh, Star Trek, tarot, astrology, anything that I'm interested in. Cool. Generally, how it goes. Anything that I'm interested in, I go, I dive. I dive fully until. Because what's the point of otherwise? I'm a- you know? alienated from a little bit. It's like, else. are you really sort of interested in things no. these days? Not, not, not I as well. I'm not casually well. interested if it's presented in front of me and it's kind of like, like my roommate has her interests and she'll casually talk to me about them and then I'll be like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll listen. Yeah. But I'm not searching for yeah. it and consuming it like an addict. You yeah. Know? She's like, I have a casual interest in paying rent. Do you share that? And you're like, nah. And then my cat's really like, my I don't. <laughs> my cat's rent is $35 and she never pays it. Oh my God. So you're always $35 short on your end? Yes. She's like very lazy and she doesn't work for it. 
It's very annoying. She doesn't ever send you any money on Venmeow? Yeah, and also... <laughs> and also, it was so subtle, I... It caught me. Up. Yeah, I like that. It caught my, me afterwards. That's me. Oh, and then, wait, I'm going to catch can, people long after. We should I'm introduce dead. our guest so we can just have a con- I like, regular would love fucking to introduce our fucking <laughs> guest. Fuck yeah. No, this I'm not is saying the first fucking guest. I'm saying fucking conversation. Well, I'm very excited to introduce our guest today. She's graced us with her presence. Um, so before you leave, no, she says to I can't me, I deal with it. I'm so angry about that. <laughs> I'm taking it away. No, Please no, don't. You know, it's funny. It's hilarious. It's no one else is laughing. Oh, well, I am. <laughs> Listeners Sorry. at home, I apologize. Sorry, I, keep going. I keep going. I interrupt. I'm not going to take the phone away from my. Because uh, that's rude. Is it when you're playing? Just keep going. Stand up from another person when I'm trying to introduce <laughs> the guest. <laughs> Is that <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes it? I, I like think. being very annoying. Well, so I funny. don't like it when you're being very annoying. All right, all right. I'm go, very go. annoyed by it. Go for it. Go for it. Um, keep going. Okay, we're gonna cut that out because we were in a real fight. No one ever fucking um, edits anything around here. <laughs> around here. <laughs> around here. Um, shout out to the Counting Crows. They'll be a guest. <laughs> Do you know the Counting Crows? Nope. I lived in Spain one time, and everybody was like really into the Counting Crows. Like only half the music makes it <laughs> over, to, over to Europe, you know. <laughs> They're like, oh, the Counting Crows—they're so good. That's a, not an accent. It's like, no, anyway, I the... am very happy to be here today with our guests in studio today. Please welcome to the Forever Dog Podcast Studios. Welcome to Treks in the City, Caitlin Durante. Hi. Caitlin, what, what are you wearing? wearing? I'm wearing a denim jacket that sounds with sexual. a couple buttons on it. One of them says feminist. Ooh, icon. I like the sound when you gook and you when you gurk and gook. When you put those <laughs> together. Rattle those buttons around. Rattle them. Um it's is that a hot dog or a vagina? It's a vagina. Uh, a, a vagina dentata. Ooh. And then this one is uh, a uterus with fallopian tombs <gasps> tombs. Tombs. Fallopian tombs. tombs. Exactly. Wow. Am I right? <laughs> if I get a hold of them. <laughs> Uh, tubes, as well as uh, ovaries. I almost forgot what the word for ovaries was. Um, and it says grow a pair, like grow a pair of ovaries. Cool. Mm. I love it. I love Thank it. Thank you so much. May I also add um, pay paw? When you said Ven Meow, I just wanted to throw in <laughs> that little. You. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Oh. You, get, you get an applause for that one, too. Oh, gosh. Albeit less so. Uh, Caitlin, so happy you're here today. Thanks um, for having you me. You must have been like just. White knuckling it when we were talking about being nerdy because you're a big dweeb. <laughs> you're a big old dork. Uh, true, yes. Uh, you host the podcast, uh, The Bechtel Test. Bechtel Cast. Bechtel Cast with. Yeah. Sorry to correct you on oh your own podcast. God. You don't well, host it's your ch- podcast. It's yours. Yeah. Own it. Correct us. Slap us. Slap us. Okay. We like to get slapped Ooh. around a little bit. It's Ooh. Nice. Uh, you host The Bechtel Cast mm-hmm. and you co host it. And uh, and so you're a dork about all things fem- feminist, um, but yeah, humanist, right? Aren't we all? Are yeah. we all a dork about that? If we're not a dork about it, then we're just some people are not assholes. Some people are not uh, about being humanists. Yeah, people. Some people hate human rights. Yeah, I. Yeah, <laughs> it's becoming abundantly clear mm-hmm. that some people very much just hate human rights. Who yes. even knew? Like, I mean, I knew I there was always fi- people. I didn't know there were so many. There's so many. Like a, a like a, a plethora, and they just really like not giving people their things. About half this country. Yeah. 
wild. I think those people would argue, though, that the people whose rights they are trying to take away are not human or they're like less than human or something. They won't, ar- they won't ever argue that, though. We just want them to argue that so that we can be like, see? Yeah. But they won't but they ever won't. just say it. So we what can't. do they say typically? They say you're being intolerant of people who have different opinions than you. You're being racist against white people. Yeah. All both things you're like a fallacy. Are not like you're like a number one. It's super lit to be racist against white people. It's like the best way to survive. <laughs> it's like the number one survival <laughs> te- is technique so of most societies that are not white. Systematic oppression. So it technically just, can't be. Uh, and also you can't be bigoted towards the groups of people because of their opinions um, if their opinion is bigotry that's just you being it doesn't work you yeah. can't deep so wait wow. what about I so I'm, your, I'm in a Twitter feed right now of my own making <laughs> your podcast do you uh, talk about just media or is it about everything? specifically movies oh yeah wait I'm gonna subscribe right now please yeah, we talk about the uh, portrayal of women in movies. We use the Bechtel test uh, as like a way to initiate yeah. a larger conversation about um, representation. Great. Yeah. Um, in so, which is such a low bar, a very low bar. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy. F- it's, a, it's kind of a comedically yeah. low bar, which we talk about on yeah. almost every episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's why we like use that as a jumping off point, and then have a much yeah. wider conversation about yes. it. Yes, yes, yeah. we do. Yeah. Um, we'll have to get the two of you on. Here, I got the, it on the on the cast. Well, I would sometime. love to be on it. Oh I, I, I'm a fan, and I think Ocean's you guys are 11, doing the Alien, good work. Alien, Frozen, just Eternal naming movies. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, just naming movies. <laughs> Mulan Rouge. Um, and Jumanji? we haven't done a what Star Trek had, episode. What if you had movie Tourette? <laughs> <laughs> Jumanji. <laughs> I'm just like. Hey, Veronica. I basically ha- do. Hey, have Veronica Osaka and you feel you look a little tired. Eternal right? Sunshine. Okay. Um, maybe you I'm need to. Mine. Yeah. Finished it. It's good. <laughs> 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 she has partial movie We should have the, the two was... of you on to do a Star Trek movie. Um, it would be great because yeah, I, mm, I haven't watched them. Well, we could Actually, do I'm Beyond or something. I think that yeah. would be great. I could. I would watch it for this. I just recently watched. Oh, Into Darkness. Also, most likely they won't pass it. So Probably not. Sad. But I just. Does Zahura talk to anybody? Zahura doesn't talk to anybody. Well, yes, it it certainly does. This episode that we're talking about, I I had my eye, my little eyes peeled. Your little (laughs) eyes peeled. Yeah, your little eyes. Oh my god, does that hurt? Hurt your big eyes. (laughs) That hurts. I took an eye peeler and I just felt like, no, no, it's awful. Please don't ever do that on our behalf, on our behest, behest. Um, no. So this episode, so you you're, uh, you watched this episode. Have you ever watched a Star Trek episode in the past? Episode? <laughs> um, they were always on in my household when I was growing up. I don't know if I was ever paying attention to them um, to the extent where I was like following the story. Um, I definitely recognized all the characters, like because my my baby boomer parents. Ugh. Love this show. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, by the way, <laughs> baby boomers, you've done enough. Yeah, get seriously. out of here. But at the same time, baby boomers, thank you for piping in Star Trek to most of our guests' childhood homes. Yes. <laughs> so it, it was on often, and mm-hmm. I would be, I would like look at the TV, but was never paying attention to mm-hmm. it. I think the reason I never got into it, and this is a horrible thing for me to admit out loud. Oh, here we go. But I hate, uh, on the record, yeah, on the record, uh, I ha- hate. No, um, I love him. The way that Worf's makeup was mm-hmm. that made him look all yeah. wrinkly faced, I just 
just I hated that aesthetic, and I just can't. I understand. Okay, well, I that's couldn't. totally fine. That's yeah, not getting I was you like in trouble 10 at all. Or twelve or something. Yeah, you yeah. want to you, when you're ten and twelve. Yeah, it's but a lot. those ages, people love smooth things. <laughs> It's I think, true. right? That's like the big thing at those ages. Aren't you into Is that smooth a... stuff? <laughs> no, doesn't it seem like you want everything to be kind of like aerodynamic at that age? Am I crazy? <laughs> he also You're had being like... very serious. Just no, up... I mean it. Yeah, I know. I feel like That's it's what true. I'm like, whoa. But then I was also like his hair pattern. I f- he had like hair on the back of mm-hmm. his head, but not in the forehead. And then he had a, like a beard, I want to say. that it's like it a was scary very... older dude. It was a very unpleasant thing for me to see. Well, when did this show start? Like what year? 1987. Wait, what? somewhere between 87, 87 and 89, according, oh. depending on who you ask. Okay. And who you ask has to be one Oh, of then us. I was even younger than there that. There are no real facts. Yeah. I was probably like six or seven. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. In my defense, no I was a, a stupid kid. I was kid. like five, so. Also, it's like a buzzing <laughs> uh, kind of calm show. I mean, not maybe not this episode yeah. where there's like. Another Caitlin. Uh, but it's kind of like. A conversation at a slow pace. Caitlin, and then, like, white noise. Caitlin mm-hmm. Gill and I, or Caitlin Gill decided, not I, Caitlin Gill and we decided it was, like, kind of an emotional, uh, like, room essence. Like, emotion, what do we call it? Emotional, um, white, like, um, like, emotional ambient noise. Yeah. You know, like... Okay, actually, that was, I'm gonna have to go back and figure out what it, what it was that that she said because it was really genius. Uh, note to self: go back and <laughs> figure out your life, starting with getting here on time for once. <laughs> All right, my and, God, that and, traffic was crazy. I thought LA would be empty by now. I mean, I calculated it right? to get here at like 3:02, so I knew I was like, sure, sure, sure. Oh, you calculate <laughs> to get here late. Okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I, 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 now it starts to add up. <laughs> it was like 4:58, and then I was like, fuck. My gas is like I don't have gas, so it's like three hundred two is okay. And then as soon as I got on the highway, it kept Dude. going up, and I was like, "Fuck! Why are fucking people I leaving? Think also Get out of here!" Because it's not even it'll, it'll be Friday when it's wor- the worst, I think, because that's when people start like they're in leaving. Mass and Moss will be leaving, I think. An exodus. So I think up until then, an exodus mm-hmm. will occur. Yeah. Bye. See ya. I yeah. Just, good good time for you. See ya. Uh, so yeah, that happened. So yeah, I uh, had not seen any episodes where I was actually paying attention to it. Um, I've seen a couple of the movies, both the ones that are like next generation movies, and then really? also like the Chris okay, Pine ones. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's the extent of my because I was a Star Wars kid, and I, yeah. I I'm sure you've talked about this, but like the I feel viral like phenomenon. A... Never heard of it. <laughs> Did you just brief me? <laughs> I feel like there's, <laughs> for some them? people, at least for me, I was like, I'm a Star <laughs> Wait, Wars, Star not what? Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So I had like this weird aversion to Star Trek because yeah, oh, I, I was all about Star Wars. No, but like we decided Star Wars, that it's just the word star, really. Like yeah. there's so much that's different. They're so different, the shows. I mean, they're both based in space, but so much is based in space. Based in space. Yeah, I'm going to make a show called Star yeah, Star Pants. Star pants. Are you Star Wars, Star Trek, or Star Pants? Star Pants. Mary Fuck Star Kill. Pants is just yeah. a Canadian show about a girl who's very in, wants to be an American. Also, Star Wars is a very obscure um, franchise that no one's ever heard of, to answer your question. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can probably, you probably don't. Yeah, is you it the Lincoln Library? Um, you might be able to find it there. It's not very accessible. Like the Lincoln Center. Interesting. So. <laughs> it's at Lincoln Center. <laughs> it's right now, it's at Lincoln Center. So get your tickets on StubHub <laughs> for that. Um, okay, so this episode stars. Sorry. 
Well, I'll tell you. It starts with... <laughs> okay. Why I'll don't you read what. the synopsis? It's season four, episode five, called Remember Me. And so Dr. Crusher's anxiety over losing loved ones is magnified when she becomes trapped in an alternative reality. Alternate reality. So it's Alternative. For the first time... It's like... It's like the alt scene. scene. It's alt. Like, I'm gonna... It's like, I'm gonna alt. go there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like... Um, it's not mainstream. Yeah. Like, it's just a... Kind of like it's Star Wars. Normies, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like very alt. Like, very alt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like right. a lot of people are like indie. If mm-hmm. say you're the type of person who's like, I, you know, you like it when it rains instead of when it's sun shining mm-hmm. out. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, you're so alt. You're not going to choose the normal hair color, right? Um, I decided to call my hair color, by the way, shocking brown. Oh, sh- <laughs> like a, why shocking? <laughs> because. It's always like shocking pink or whatever, and I think it's funny to have it be like shocking brown. You mm-hmm. know, like people are like oh. <laughs> it's brown. Wow. Um, anyway, so there's more, but whatever. It's stupid. So one of the things that happened in this episode, I think, for the first time in all all four seasons, is that Beverly Crusher. First, they st- we start with this graphic of this station, and we've never seen this before. And then also, it's like the Starship Enterprise is entering another Starship Enterprise. It's bigger than it, like a Russian doll. Yeah, like a Russian nesting doll <laughs> of Starship Enterprise. I'm Trushka of Starship Enterprises. And Beverly Crush it, uh, Crusher stars her, the captain's log, or like the log. It's usually Captain Picard. Oh, that's so right. That, yeah, that's what I thought. We know it's a Beverly Crusher episode, which there are not that many. I missed hmm. this. Did she say Doctor's log? Chief Medical Officer's log, Stardate oh, 4416.1.2. We are docking at Starbase 133 for scheduled crew rotation. I look forward to welcoming aboard my mentor and dear friend, Dr. Dalen Quace, who will be traveling with us to his home planet, Kenda 2. Right? Okay, so first... There's th- never, like, Kenda 1. <laughs> it's always, like, Kenda 4. Yeah, two. first of all, every planet is always uh, the second or third or at least second iteration oh, sure. of just that Just like planet. that show, Earth 2. Yeah. yeah. They just don't <laughs> come up with new names for planets. Yeah. It's just like, can't you just think of another, what is the planet called? Kenda 2. Kenda? How about Kendabada? Or what? Like, oh, yeah. Or like, how about Instead of 2. Yeah. New Kenda. New, or new Kendaland. Yeah. New <laughs> Kendaland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no. And my favorite part here is that we're about to meet. Fiji. Fiji. <laughs> Evian, <laughs> Dysani, whatever. Arrowhead, <laughs> Alt Kenda, simple. Alt Kenda, water, simple water, mm-hmm. simple water. Uh, so, but what the Beverly Crusher? She has this friend coming aboard, and it's so funny because Quaze. Quaze, uh because it's like my old friend, Doctor Quace. I can't wait to see him. And it's like old man friendship. And it's like, wh- why are you friends? Like of all the people in the universe to have a- on board, it could be a cool alien. It could be, you know. I loved this episode in the end. Loved it. Hated the beginning of it. I thought it was. I hate the way they make Doctor Crusher be so maternal all the time. Mm-hmm. And then she's just the kind of woman who, of course, she's only friends with old people. No offense, old people, if you're listening. Not that you could fucking figure out podcasts. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? So ageist. Um, the thing about me being ageist is that my fans over 70 appreciate because they don't like... I feel like the the fans of my comedy that are over 70 would appreciate what I say about other people over 70 because that's what they hate about other over 70-year-olds. Do you know what I mean? They really They're like, like these fucking assholes. Mm. Yeah. 
Because they get it, and they're very tech-savvy also. Guys, meet you later. <laughs> um, we're going to a rave. Anyway, um, so yeah, Dalen Quace gets on it. It's on the ship, and he's like, ah, whatever. And uh, was this a guest star of like some kind of somebody old that we should know about? No, no I don't think see? so. Just old for no reason. <laughs> so Beverly, like, so there was like a, a peak at the end of episode of season three where Picard gets kidnapped by the Borg, fusion with them. And then season four, episode one, we get him back. Mm. We get him back in his own brain. And then season two is family. So they go to, fa- they're back home to visit, right? They're already by Earth. And then the next one is brothers. It's like Data. And then Data finds his family. So Data's the one character with no like actual biological family since he's not right. a bio being at all. He's mm. an android. So yes. the next episode deals with his and family. Next, yeah. Which and then is the, the next people one. who created him. And then yeah, the, his brother, which is another android, but with more hum, human qualities. Is a it one real of the, asshole. Is it one of the movies where he there's a Borg and like he falls in love with the Borg? Which movie is that? Sure. That's a movie. No. <laughs> Thanks for being so dismissive. <laughs> no, because we haven't seen we haven't seen them, so we're really we're, ig- we're really ignorant we're, about. <laughs> oh, I am happens. say I've been saving our, them to do it on the. You podcast. might have gone on podcast oh. TV recap podcast where the the people who are fans are like really know a lot of things about the things you <laughs> Got know it. you know yeah. they're like regular nerds. Mm-hmm. One of our cool features is that we don't. It's not a don't it's not shit. a bug. It's a feature. No shit. We don't know things about things. We that remember we sh- shit that we should. Respect. That we for sure. Everything's I, alive. I respect yeah, everything's that. Everything's well, <laughs> not one fact hard. is real. Mm, well. So as the speaking as the authority on this matter, there yeah. it certainly is a Star Trek movie <laughs> where Data has. I want to say maybe even has sex with a Borg, but I might just oh, be like fanficking about that. We should check that out sometime. Where is this movie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What movie is this? I think it's showing at Lincoln Center. Whoa. <laughs> I want to watch it. Check it out. Well, my girlfriend. It's at BAM. Is um, it sexual, like hot? I think he falls in love with a Borg lady. And, yes. and then I think he yes, either hot. tries to have sex, have sex with her or does. I can't remember. Um, mm. But it's, Is a, it the, the pale being? What? Is he pale with yes. yellow eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Data. The well, I know. Yeah, I know Data. Okay, she okay. knows who Data is. Cause I'll just you watch this whole episode. <laughs> well, but maybe I don't know who Data oh, is. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, maybe, that's true. That's true. I didn't I think about that. You know that's so correct. little about Pardon me. This. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot. The second I leave the door, out the door, I'm like erase. Erase <laughs> every time. No need. No need to store it's that. It's like fifty first dates, but fifty. <laughs> it's fifty first episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, so Data has sex. Well. Data has sex in episode two of the entire show. Oh, good for him. He's a human. A wow, human. progressive. Yeah. So we've uh, we've theorized about Data's penis so many times. So sure. many times. You, like, you got to. I'm still theorizing as we speak Yeah, the theories my are brain right now. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a bottle of wine. It's organic. It lives forever. You know, the theory doesn't the stop. The penis no is reason. a bottle of wine. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, maybe. <laughs> the theory. First of all, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know? We don't know. That's the theory. <laughs> like, we don't. That's why it's a Could theory, it be? Caitlin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll to explain to her, I guess, what my theory is. Uh, so <laughs> how are you to build, like, if you had to build an android? <laughs> we get back to it so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you put a thing on the table and you start putting... Ah! The circuits together, and you're like, it has to have a human shape. And then mm-hmm. I found this like material that's skin like. Sure. So I'm gonna put into the shape of a leg, of an arm. This is a human. Yeah. How would you shape that penis? Like, if you were Doctor Soon, you just probably I would take the the average like I'd I'd get a dildo what or model? something. 
What about your own penis? Well, would you use your own penis to model the android? Theoretically, if I had a penis, I would probably, yeah, I'd probably, I'd maybe like size it up a bit because if I had exactly. a penis, I would probably um, like just place so much emphasis on penis size because people with penises tend to do that and they're wrong to do that. Um, so I'd be like, oh my God, penis size is so important. And then I would make it like two inches bigger right. probably. So you're not, so you're putting yourself in the shoes of a penis owner. Mm-hmm as they are right now like which is with that like ego and with that whole like patriarchal thing yeah. yes i appreciate you acknowledging that difference i with- think i would make it with just yeah big penis <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that's interesting as well that's another interesting observation i, think I would circumcise yeah. here's the thing though uh, an android <laughs> <laughs> An android isn't to cut it later. Sure, sure, doesn't sure. need to like procreate, right? So there's no need for sex sex organs. But mm, he's but supposed to be not true. But does he need to like pass he's, as he's human? A, kind he's of supposed thing? to be able to interact with humans and have. And you can't do that unless you have a penis. The thing is, well, he was male. It's, turns out, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely can't le- be in a command position without a penis. Absolutely. So, um, but he's supposed to be able to. It was smart. He's programmed in multiple sexual techniques. So he's a lover, not a fighter. Okay. And so he can have sex with people with his penis. Because he's modeled after his dad, I guess, which is a dude. Okay. So then he has a dude part, and then he can go do stuff with his dude parts. Got it. It's for socialization, too, for uh, socializing. Mm -hmm. So it's a humanoid forum, so that it's like. Right. Socializable. Mm -hmm. He was created we're, by we're, a human. we're trying to okay. argue to you why he needs a penis. Okay. We're <laughs> so not that, really understanding yeah. fully. I, no, I appreciate that. That's this. part of the, mis- the majesty. But of I it. wouldn't want a, a male scientist building like a uterus. No. No, they're not going to get that right at all. I just feel like it would be risky. <laughs> I feel like he'd be really? stressed, you know, mm-hmm. if it was 2018. Yeah. He'd be like, well, come on. How am I going to do this? I have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then he'd act all like it's a, and we'd be like, don't make it about you. And he's like, but I'm doing it. And he'd be he's like, like well, aren't there lady I doctors? I applied for the job, but apparently it's yours. So his life would be hell. Um, and I'd be happy about it. Trax listeners, what's standing between you and your happiness? Is it a person? Tell them to get out of here. Uh, is it your own feelings? Sometimes it's your own feelings. Sometimes it's a neuron field. Sometimes it's a weird heater in your hotel room that only makes a loud noise and doesn't seem to emit any heat. But if it is your own feelings or your own emotions that are debilitating, you should talk to a professional about it. And if you're not sure where to start, BetterHelp.com. Online counseling is there for you. They make it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor these are caring professionals who specialize in the issues that you want to talk about. It's basically somebody who went to school to talk to you. They majored in talking to you. So you got to talk to that person because otherwise they're just sitting around waiting for you to call. And they need you to justify their office hours, you know. So you should give them a call. Um, and you can arrange FaceTime sessions, text with a therapist, um, and they're all over the world. And you can start communicating in 24 hours. How do you know what issues you want to discuss? Well, why don't you fill out the fun questionnaire? It might not be fun if you're depressed, but you need to fill it out. Because I'm telling you right now, talking to somebody is the way to get the emotional ball of mental health 
issues, dealing with your mental health rolling, get that emo ball rolling and go to betterhelp.com. And for right now, Trex listeners can get 10% off their first month with a discount code. What do you think it's going to be? Neuron field? No, it's going to be Trex. T-R-E-K-S, Trex. So enter promo code Trex at betterhelp.com for 10% off your first month. And assess your needs, get matched with a counselor you love, and one that you can always change to a different counselor if you need to. That's fine, too. Betterhelp.com. What are you waiting for? I added that. That sounds like it's official, but I added it. So, okay, moving back to this episode, can you go a little bit forward? Yeah, baby. Um, Because this scene in the hallway... I mean, we can play it if we want. I don't really care about this guy at all because he disappears there? immediately. The you're giving up your post here. Well, we had a lifetime together doing all the things we'd ever dreamed. And oh, more. what's more? But when she was gone, I couldn't continue to work in that office, uh, sleep in that bed without her. The absence of her was too distracting. She lost her husband, uh, so this is I'm special. I'm not sure that I make right. any sense. Jack and I didn't have a lifetime together, only a few short years, but... Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. someone you love is lost forever you know what the worst part of growing old is so many of the people you've known all your life are gone and you realize you didn't take the time to appreciate them while you still could oh i'm sorry there's no reason to load foreshadowing. all this uh, emotional bag heavy foreshadowing mm-hmm. well no travel light <laughs> so it's not just foreshadowing, right? Because his comment directly leads to the rest of the plot. Because his comment, because it's so dark, <laughs> it's like basically, you know when you're like high and then somebody's like, um, or, or something occurs to you, but like say say you're really stoned and you're like, oh, I'm stoned, it's having a nice time. And somebody's like, just remember that you can't really ever fully connect with anybody because everybody's mortal and no matter how you think you're connected to somebody, they're always going to die and take their whole personality away, which means they don't really exist and neither do you. Mm-hmm. Bye. And then you're like, your whole day is like, oh my, or something like that. You know, like something super dark and like existential. He just did that to her <laughs> and like bummed her out so much that she went to go talk to Wesley on the bridge. She, and then because he was fucking around with the space-time continuum on the bridge. <laughs> just casually. <laughs> just casually. <laughs> she was having a dark thought, and her thought became uh, the rest of the show. The mm-hmm. rest of the episode, basically. Yeah. So her Which is always world happening started to me. actually disappearing. Is it? <laughs> Which is like I always have a thought, and a then Tuesday. it alters my reality. <laughs> well, that's true, God. right? In some ways. Sure. So at Stuhl, nothing is do yes or no. Uh, that thinking makes it so, or whatever. Is that what 
Shakespeare. Who are you? Jewish Shakespeare. <laughs> Who is this Shakes- person? Shakespeare Stein. <laughs> Wait, hang on. So, uh, Crusher's husband's name was Jack. Jack. Okay, mm-hmm. so a red-haired lady who was in love with a guy named Jack who hangs around on a ship. What is this, Titanic? Whoa! Okay. Whoa. I love plam, this. Plam, plam, plam. I'm so sorry. No, anyway, no problem go on. I uh, never I apologized. I had never thought of it like that, and now this is You'll never thought. not see it. What you I'll never not see it. I'll never not see how history repeats itself, because the Titanic... Of Rose and Jack, I know mm-hmm. it actually happened. <laughs> I know it's history. Uh, so, well, thank you for that delayed. Well, I've reaction. just played your joke for the audience. I had to loop it back. Okay. They're in another room. <laughs> They're safe there. But it's true that you're like, I don't know. Once this a thought is implanted in your mind, and it's kind of this like, is going to alter your reality now. It does spiral forever. Reality. Yeah. Yeah, and if you believe in the interconnectivity, which whether you believe it or not, it's a real thing. Um, your thoughts, if they impact you, they impact the world around you because you impact the world around you, and ripples are sent out, and uh, thusly, yeah. reality has changed. So, wow. so that's true. Are, are we all having an existential crisis right oh, now? Oh yeah, I'm having <laughs> like a moment. I'm having an existential orgasm. Whoa! <laughs> I love it. I love nothing mattering. Because I was like, babe. I don't know. I when I'm like oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so when people are like affected by something, and you're like, oh, it's not really my fault. These bitches are seeing things like ah, like, I kind of know what you mean. Like you can tell someone's like acting a certain way, but it's just because their reality's twisted because they have some kind of uh huh mood or yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has nothing to do with you. You're just like, all right, just see you. Uh-huh. <laughs> just be that. I don't know mm. what to tell you. So sometimes if someone's like, especially in the street, like driving in L.A., I'm usually like, who even knows what that person's like reality is mm-hmm. of this situation? But then you don't go, I haven't walked a mile in their shoes, so I don't know and I can't judge them. Or do you just judge them? And you judge not only what their actions are, but their experiences. I'm like, you have no common be. sense. And I also <laughs> don't know what you're going through. So I don't know. <laughs> like I like because most people would go... I don't know what you're going through, so I shouldn't judge. But you go, ugh, I don't know what you're going through. It's probably dumb. <laughs> like you're pretty- what the fuck are you going through? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? It's what good. could make you do that? It's Whatever. It's clearly going through some shit. Wesley, <laughs> talk to me. So this is when Wesley's playing with shit, and then that Crusher comes, comes in. Why would there be any visible phenomena outside the warp drive? Prepare for umbilical disconnect. You done? Yeah. umbilical disconnect i know i was like what so his the the ship is a it's a two-parter it's a two-parter the oh. ship is connected to um the the ship is connected to the the top part which is the saucer that you see yes. like the round part is connected to the the driving part via an umbilical, an umbilical cord. cord wow yeah because oh. wh- to ships are women yes yeah they as are as you know she pronouns, uh huh. Mm-hmm. I found out from my boyfriend that no ship is ever named the same thing ever. What do you mean? Like you don't. There's not Enterprise. The Starship Enterprise is like in maybe in space it is, but like in in the ocean, all the ships are named the same. <laughs> well, tell that to the movie Titanic Two, which is named after a ship called what? Titanic Two. Yeah, it's a really bad uh, like B movie um, that I did borrow from the library. <laughs> brag. <laughs> But uh, sorry to bring it back to Titanic. Wow. <laughs> is it any library. good? So what happens no. in it? Uh, a, it was a summary. A ship uh, that was 
uh, built to like replicate. It's like a replica of Titanic and okay. goes on the same exact maiden voyage as Titanic. Because? Uh, because they just thought they could. Um, overcome it? Yeah, you know, uh, and it sets off, and wouldn't you know it, it hits an iceberg and starts to sink. But the iceberg Wait. was caused by a tsunami. <laughs> so there's a tsunami element in it as well. Whoa. And then um, it starts to sink, and then the people have to... Yeah, it's like it's. It should, I feel like it should mix with Sharknado. I like, mean, I feel like it should. Just it's like that quality of movie, in the same but even worse. Universe. I think. <laughs> like, what what, what a ridiculous! It's weird how low budget movies are like. Let's do like they could do anything, and then sometimes they chase something like let's make another Titanic, which is like by definition of high budget situation. Like you just can't execute it at all, right? It, without it was, money, it was shot in just like a room, and then that like there's like water spraying sometimes. Amazing. Like that's their Whoa. effect. Like it's an SNL, thing yeah, exactly. From the nineties. That's amazing. Sick. Did you I enjoy highly, it? Did you finish it? I finished it. Yeah, I watched it the whole way through. Uh, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but I um, <laughs> did really. I I feel like a better person have it watched for it cast? no it's just for fun i'm obsessed with the movie the actual movie titanic and oh, i was like okay. i gotta like you know f- see everything that's did you watch in... homecoming um I spider-man mean, homecoming no, <laughs> no the homecoming amazon no the amazon prime series oh no i didn't with julia roberts there's a titanic 2 like bit in that oh fun really? okay yeah. i'll check it out that's funny uh it is it's Weird. very funny it's it's an int- i like the show a lot it was very interesting uh, shout out to Julie Roberts, my friend and uh, long time. Uh, she's my godmother. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> look it up, guys. Can't prove it's wrong. It's, can't prove it's not it. So, okay. <gasps> We're all mooring, engineering. Aft thrusters. They tried out this new I. kind of music. Impulse power to the helm. <laughs> and then he looks back, and it's going to be perfect. Crusher has disappeared. He had a feeling she was there. So, uh, mom disappears during Wesley's little experiment. I didn't catch that the first time, but the, the second no. time I watched this episode, you did? I was like, oh, she disappeared because she gets trapped in the, not to spoil that, anything. Yes, yes, but I didn't catch it either. Mm. And I think upon, that's how it's supposed to be done, yeah, you're which not, is really interesting. Hair yeah. and makeup did not keep track of her waves at all. <laughs> this is like every scene, it was a different set of waves. Can you pause it? Like the, I was, in, I w- we'll come back to the waves because that's interesting because it does have to do with like the waves of s- space, but um, space waves. But <laughs> what I was thinking was like they, in the first time I watched it, what happens is Beverly Crusher standing there talking to Wesley, kind of like staring at him being like, wow, I love my son. And then he does his thing and he's like, sorry, one second, mom. And then he like looks up and it's like, mom. Which seems like she's just rude. <laughs> right. Which just seems like she just was like, nothing, Wesley. No, I'm getting bored. <laughs> just like See walked ya. away in the middle of it. But that's not what it was. Um, so she goes back to Dalen's suite, uh, her friend Dalen's, and she looks for him and he's not there. Couldn't she have like a cool friend? That's what I was saying in the beginning. Like, I'm why not does... against an old person being friend with a younger person. Yeah, but it's he's just a standard. I love befriending older people. Mm. Okay. I am that person. Okay. I befriended Look, all of my friends' parents I and would consistently like to... just go and party with them. 
let's just have it out on record that we both really love old people. Okay, let's nobody's questioning <laughs> not it. Not ageist like Alice. I'm not ageist. I just love <laughs> old. I just think some people can be assholes, whether mm-hmm. they're old or young. Mm-hmm. And old people are assholes in a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. Like mostly they're racist and they shouldn't vote. Um, <laughs> and uh, you're you're not ageist. You like being friends with old people, but I agree. I think wouldn't it be cool? To find have it. There's also plenty of old people that come aboard the ship that are just cool old people. Or another cool woman who's yes. like a doctor. Why does yeah. it have to be this weird? Sandem, like Wilford Brimley. She says later on in the episode that they interned together, which means he must have gone back to medical school. He like went to medical school when he was like in his 70s or something. Yeah, which means that she was friends he when she was in lot. her 20s with this old guy, which yeah. fine. Or pro- male he- producers see her at her age just as old as this male guy. Oh, yeah. that's an interesting point. Yeah. It just bothers me. You because remember it's like, her? Yeah. How that should never yeah, have happened? I will never stop commenting on it. Yeah. Like, Joaquin Phoenix is supposed to have oh, grown up with... Oh, the movie Her. I was like, who's Her? Her. You remember Her? You remember Her? <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, who I know. we mean. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix is supposed to have grown up with Rooney Mara. Oh, and she's like 20 years younger than him or yeah. something? Yeah, straight yeah. up. So it's like, okay, male producers. You guys are fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have fun, weird... Um, Short side. And it's like fine if you're an, a medical intern and one of your best friends is like uh, somebody who's 40 years older than you. But if, if you're like, the you case, go, boy. If, you, if that's the case, then he better be a super cool old dude who's like really interesting and like not just a random grandpa dude who, I, I you know what I mean? Like it's just like mm-hmm. whatever. I, I don't know. We're, we're nitpicking. Nitpicking on this, <laughs> but whatever. Go well, ahead. it's just that when Crusher has like such few episodes throughout the show, exactly, and she's and usually this to give like her an motherly her. figure, right? Sometimes Picard's like kind of love interest, but, but then it's a flirt. But oh. then the choice to give her some backstory is like let's age her further. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then it's also like let's talk about death of friends. Like, yeah, I don't know. Weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't seem. I don't think of Crusher as somebody who would be friends. It's I think her Jordy. friend would be like an interesting, like a gay man. For There's instance. this thing, like Jordy, who's black, and then uh, Crusher, who's like an older professional. They're not sexualized in the show, while like people like Riker, even Data, uh, get to get be sexualized. Huh, yeah. She doesn't need to. In Probably because is she like, she's like a mom, and people are like, oh, well, she's yeah. not going to be sexual. Because she's a matriarch yeah, character. They don't let her... Yeah, that Boom. element. Instead of being sex. like, Wesley, get out. I'm trying to get it on with this man. Yeah. Or, um, woman. Whatever, you know. Make, make it lit. <laughs> make it better. Okay. So, she goes in Dalen and realizes that Daling is not Dalen here. Dalen Quace is gone. Dalen Quace does sound like a contestant on The Voice. He has of the biggest of the biggest suites. Four chair turnaround for Dalen Quace. It sounds a little bit too much like Dennis Quaid to it, me. It really does. <laughs> I wonder if Dennis Quaid Her existed back then. Dalen Quace. No, he was, he was born in uh, 1990. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean famous millennial Dennis Quaid? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when he was born. Uh, I'll have to check his social meds. I wonder if he existed. <laughs> he, passed, he passed away. No? Who? Dennis Quaid? What? No. Is no, he he's alive? A, he's alive. Oh, cool. Good for him. <laughs> All right, so then Quaid- who died? <laughs> what? Who oh. died? Are you thinking of Bill Paxton? Patrick Swayze. Oh, him too. Did yeah. he? Yeah, a long time ago. He no. had a liver something. 
Um, he had pancreatic cancer. There Again, you sorry go. to correct sorry. you on your own podcast. Mr. No, no, you should, you should only do that. Like, <laughs> If people knew how many wrong facts we say. Mr. Swayze, could you get in here, please? Uh, your wife is already here. Yeah. We've um, diagnosed the problem. What? You have an acute stage six liver something. <laughs> oh, like a... It's serious. Okay. Liver what? I, li- I'm sorry. I, I'm what? the doctor. <laughs> so I'm going to try to explain this as... <laughs> can't really do anything with that. Well, I'm going to try to explain it to you. You have a liver something, which means your liver is not nothing, but it's got something going on. Hey. So sometimes in the body. <laughs> Sounds pretty like anyone, anything. Oh, millennials. End of bit. All right. <laughs> uh, Worf comes in. Lieutenant Worf, yesterday before we left Starbase. How do you feel about Worf now? Now that you see I him. I still find him upsetting to look at, and I feel bad saying that. But, but why? Why do you feel bad? What's the guilt that comes up? I don't know, because I'm sure that some people find him perfectly beautiful, and I just... Only the, the not... hottest women in the galaxy. <laughs> it's true. Makes he does no sense. Does he get a he bunch does, of play? Yes. Lady ass? Yeah. Oh, wow. Later, okay. Later he, gets, like, he gets Troy, which is the, the counselor. Oh, and oh right. In the DS9, he gets the hottest woman of Star Trek, I think, Jetsia. That. And in this, and he also, his, his half Klingon, like, girlfriend came back. Yeah, she's real hot. And they had tons of sex. I'm he's, looking up what, I'm sure the actor who plays him is very Michael Dorn, handsome. he's very good looking. And very tall. Yeah, he's really Yeah, I don't know. I'm striking still not, still not a fan of Worf. Well, but the fact, I mean, it's, I don't like the way Ferengis look. I think they're fucking gross. That's kind of the point. Wow. Oh, yeah, Michael Dorn is very attractive. Okay, sorry. No, no, I no mean, problem. this is half pause, of what we do here. Pause to see how <laughs> This is the only Michael thing. Is. I was right. just like and trying resuming. to get you to walk me through building Data's penis. This is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> this is what Welcome. We do. You're among friends. Welcome. You don't need to apologize Happy to be here. here. Okay. I keep uh, theorizing on Klingon penises too. Yeah. They're probably Oh, are they wrinkly just like yeah. his forehead? Well, that's going to be like Maybe nice, one right? problem is... ribbed. Pause. Oh, maybe one issue is this is why she might not. <laughs> what? She's like, oh, oh ribbed, like yeah, okay, ribbed okay. for her pleasure. This Go is on. why you might not think the Klingon forehead is attractive, and it might bother you. It's not. I think we agree that it's not like smooshy. It's not pretty. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> smooshy. Like, do you think it's like smooshy? No, I think like it's veins? probably like um. Or like, are you thinking no, it's, it's like it's cartilage? Like it's like a Ooh, yeah. I feel like it's right. It's like a football helmet to me. But I, it's not like so you much can go, bah, like bomb yeah, someone you with your forehead. Definitely... It's not even the texture. If it was like smooshy, if it was like like hard, um, just like data's data's, data's penises yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I just don't like the way it looks. <laughs> okay. I also All feel right. like you have to like. Worf has to wake up and like do like Q-tip baby oil and then just like clean that shit. Like you know what I think is like the belly button. I I actually think it's like a it's like a Clarisonic. What do you mean? Like a like a brush, like a skin brush. It goes like yeah, like a like a loofah or something like that. I don't think it's a Q-tip like situation because that would be archaic. Yeah, and also (laughs) they're Klingons. They probably enjoy their own body dirt a lot, you know. And sometimes they'll steam it out. They're very like Russian. So gross. You know, in that way. Yeah. <laughs> he was raised by Russian parents. He was raised by Russian parents. Huh. Um, so it's a little Maybe gruffier, a little rougher. That. Like French, who apparently don't think 
smell is something. They, yeah, the they're body wrong. They're wrong. They only have the scent. The French only have four senses. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. This, the sense of taste, the sense of salt, the sense of baguette, uh, oh, the <laughs> the sense of uh, music. They call it the last one music. But where is your, your sense of baguette? Is a mother of... giving shit to a child <laughs> who was just logical about uh, baguette? Mommy, I have no sense of baguette. That is not one of the four senses. Have you been hanging out with your Italian friends? Why? Because you have like. Do you Italian have any French listeners? Because you don't anymore. Nope, we never. Do all our French <laughs> listeners out there? We have See four ya. listeners. I don't think we have. <laughs> we don't have. We four didn't listeners. make Vulture's stupid fucking <laughs> list. Oh, neither did the Bechdel cast. We don't need it. And then stupid ass forever dog network was like, "Congratulations, you I know that, that was a real slap in the face. <laughs> I was. <laughs> That one I have to say hurt. I had a double There's no one here from the company. Mm. No sassy tarot. No trikes in the city. No love. Yeah, Aww. I have at least thirteen podcasts on this network, and I just. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You you join a network, you build it up, and uh, for what? You yeah. know. Um. Anyway, moving on. Well, all right. See ya. Back to it. Brett's sobbing. Um. Brett's shape wall. Brett's shape hole is. Back in use. Build the wall. Okay. Dr. <laughs> Captain Picard approved passage. It is. Please proceed. So it, the Bechdel test is passed when he goes to Troy, right? Like, is that when? Whenever, yeah. There's a scene. There's only one scene uh, that passes the test in this episode, but uh, it's when Crusher goes to Troy, and she's like, "Am I crazy or what?" And she's like, "IDK." And then they have it, yeah. at the very end. They talk about she, like she mentions um, Wesley. She's like, mm-hmm. "Wesley, where's Wesley?" But other than that, um, that scene passes. That's it. Yeah, they lasted it a minute. So that's oh, so. There are different variations on it. Um, the one that we use on the Bechtel cast is it just has to be a two-line exchange between okay. two women with names who talk to each other about something other than a man. So that's Bare like minimum. a very, very low, that's bar. Very, very low bar. Yeah. Hi, how are you? And there Great, are and other, you? Yeah. Does but that there pass are, it? Hi, how are you? Great, and you? As long as we like, people know our names, yeah. Which is like, yeah, couldn't be a, a lower, lower bar. Right. but um, And yet many, many pieces of media do not pass, even with that very low bar. So. Like which one? I'll go and listen to what? the full episode. <laughs> which one? There was one that's shocking. Um, CSI. Why are you giving us? <laughs> I don't know. Alice. I don't know. I got lost immediately in this conversation. I was just like, there's too many options. You just ask such a such big question. Well, no, I saw like a couple of lists when I went to your website right now, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, does turn, Eternal Sunshine passes it? And I don't think so. Honestly, I immediately forget if a movie passes or not as soon as matter. we've done, like, finished the episode. Yeah, you don't have space in that brain. You know, <laughs> no. you got other stuff to do. Right. Yeah. Like you were not this. built that way. Um, like absorbing uh, your disgust for this Klingon forehead. So um, <laughs> let's move a little bit forward because basically what happens in the next 20 minutes or 10 or so Literally. is that, is that uh, Rebecca Crusher, <laughs> Beverly. Beverly Crusher goes around the ship going absolutely <laughs> like, She's actually not freaking out. She's just being pretty measured in her reaction about how it seems like her friend is gone from the universe. Mm-hmm. And eventually... If you were gone, and I was like, Brett, um, I don't know where Alice is. And yeah. he's like, who? I'd be like, <laughs> okay. Uh- <laughs> 
Okay. And if, and if I said, where's Veronica? And he said, who? I'd be like, ha, 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 who cares? <laughs> like, I got really hurt by what you, you said. You're, like, clearly revenging right now. <laughs> Imagine I got really hurt. But then, <laughs> after, like, the third person, I'd be like, okay, what's, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. I would doubt myself. I'd be like, yeah, you doubt yourself. If there, if I go back and there are no Trikes in the City episodes, like everything that has to do oh, with you. Is or you were like the only host the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And people kept seeing like, no, you've been here alone the entire time. I'd be like, take me in. Take me into your cl- nearest hospital. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Like this situation that's happening to her is like gaslighting her the whole time. Right. right. It, like she has all these people that sh- like and that she knows who disappear. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, I know them. Like they're friends of mine. Right. And then everyone else is like, I don't think so. Like yeah. you just are making this all up. So like she's like being gaslit by her, her situation. By her situation. <laughs> yeah. By this. Well, but they're not doing it because they want to dismiss her. Yeah, which is something I like about Star Trek. Like they would take it seriously. Like she never freaks out this way. Nobody on the ship at any point. It seems crazy that every single piece of evidence and every person on the ship are all saying this person, as far as I know, does not exist. And Beverly's the only person who says that this guy's real. Yeah, and still the captain at the very last stage is still like, well, we have to figure this out because, you know, he's not going, right. maybe we'll check her out. Never he does he say that, which is cool. Picard is a feminist icon who believes women. All right. <laughs> he is. You hear that, Jean-Luc Picard? Yes, I do, and I concur. He is. He is a... Feminist icon. I believe in women. Is that still I'm the work? The, guy the board hanging who out. Will go against you. Listen to women. Believe their experiences. It's not up to you what their bodies will do. Come on, dance if you give me consent. Come on, dance if you give me consent. If you do not. You can dance away into the universe. <laughs> it's yours for the taking. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Wait, where's the applause on, on that? Oh, uh, they don't like it. Oh. I just, I'll run it by them later. So okay. They're in their undisclosed location. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> for a dance hymn to be like, dance if you consent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it's it. It's like, and if not, you, you can have dance to if dance you want away. to. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Okay, so let's see how she gets gaslighted. Scan the entire ship, Captain. Other than the Enterprise's regular compliment, I could find no one else on board. <laughs> your sensors wouldn't detect him if he were dead. That is correct, Doctor. Could um, your friend have returned to the Starbase without telling you an emergency of some sort? That tablet he has, that orange transparent I love thing, it. it's like what I used to use to like copy an image. Mm-hmm. You know how you put an image on a side and then that transparent orange mm-hmm. laminate? Is it easier if I say yes? Side. Yes, I remember. I'll Google it. <laughs> okay. A lot of people going back and forth between the ship and the starbase yesterday. We could easily check the transporter ID traces. By all means, check the trace log. But even if the results are negative, contact starbase command. We should leave nothing to chance. Aye, sir. Also, well, doesn't like crazy stuff happen to these people all the time? Like, mm-hmm. uh, interdimensional space-time, like, yeah. aliens, like, 
So is that maybe part of the reason, in addition to to Picard just being a feminist icon who believes women, is it also just like, yeah, there's probably something weird happening. Right. So it doesn't, yeah, it is, that's a really interesting observation because they used to do this more often where they would go, look, there's no explanation for it. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And now it does seem like they've gotten more used to the daily grind, which is like, you know, a wormhole could have opened up and swa- swallowed just your friend. It's right. Tra- it's you. We can't not assume that now at this point because, you know, two seasons ago, <laughs> Troy was impregnated by like a a star that just walked into oh, the ship. Cute. So like, not like a star, like you know, Dennis Quaid, like Tom but, Cruise, <laughs> yeah, but like a literal floating star. Uh-huh. So yeah, there. It seems like they're much more like, and I just like. One of the reasons this show is so calming that the way people talk about things going on, like, oh, a human being is gone, is so, like, huh, let's figure this out, you know, instead of, like, oh, my God, you mm-hmm. know, this thing. It's, where you put, so it's, there's an actual drawing on this side, and then you put this, like, red laminate, and then on the other side, it reflects so you can draw it. Oh. Never seen that. Maybe that's a, is that, like, a South American toy? So dismissive and patronizing. Well, it's, you just si- it's a little scientific in a way. So I don't, I, you know? Yeah, I can visualize how that works. So you, so you, do you it. think that's what Picard was doing with that? Look. He's just like tracing and yeah. drawing. He's doing a little trace. He was just tracing little drawings. <laughs> he didn't like, just say trace logs. Like, so. He did. Oh, sorry. I'm saying trace logs because I'm tracing. <laughs> uh, can you look? He um, was tracing like uh, Bugs Bunny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe he was because he's the captain. So the next um, scene, let's go forward a little bit because eventually that I'm left-handed and so I had one and the laminate goes on your left so you copy from right to left and I could never get my hand in there. I'm sorry. I'm glad you put that out there. Just let me say that before we continue. No, I understand. Could you fast forward a little bit? So uh, because it's not just Dr. Quace at a certain point. At a certain point, <laughs> what, uh, she goes back to her doctor's office, and there's nobody in the doctor's office. And then there's no, like, explanation for it. She's just got an empty medical ward. And it's like, she's like, okay, something is definitely going on. She goes back to the bridge. There's no... Look, but the idea is that she's like... Oh, yeah, and they ask Dr. O- they ask O'Brien. Was he invisible? Okay, so they ask... O'Brien. O'Brien. Who the person that transported Quace. Right. Let me just... Oh, yeah. Locate Dr. Quace. You're not alone. He was on board. I met him myself in transporter room three. And it appears, for reasons unknown, someone has taken great pains to erase all traces of this man. Traces all again. Traces of Quace. Immediately Quace. he believes it. Is I love it. Is he part of the regular crew rotation? No, he's a friend of Dr. Crusher's. When did he arrive? Yesterday at 1600 hours. That was my watch. I beamed this man Four o'clock, four p.m. Yes, just I for anyone who is not sure. An elderly man, not in the best of health. And he's your I'm friend? Sorry. I, I remember okay. you being here for a short Seems while. Seems weird, but whatever. But you were alone. <gasps> but, what, was he invisible? Did I carry on a conversation with thin air? No, Doctor. But as I recall, you came in and you looked around for a few moments. I asked you if I could help you with anything. All you said was thank you. I said my pleasure or something. <laughs> what acting was that? Or something. I said my pleasure or something. <laughs> They're you like, know how I am. How I'm always like, well, dibbidi-doo. It's my kind of thing. <laughs> well, there was no one else here. Her curls are radically different from the <laughs> scene before. This is crazy. Well, sometimes when you're... No. I have hair blindness, so I don't see this. You do? Oh, you do? 
I really, yeah, Very I think few people I suffer from I mean, my hair is great. Uh, I, I don't have it for myself, but oh. for other people. <laughs> okay, but you, yeah, that makes sense because it's tactile. Well, it's I didn't just hair. conjure up one of my best friends from a test tube. Well, if the ship's records have been tampered with, the transporter records could have been changed as well. And with everybody coming and going yesterday, maybe O'Brien just doesn't remember. Or, or it might be a good idea to run a diagnostic on him. To make sure he wasn't tampered with. What do you think? To try. Fully believing her, mm-hmm. which is what I love. Still believing Crusher. Now we're going to see if O'Brien's lying, even though nothing backs up her story at all. I think there's a plot hole here, though. Okay, so... Discuss. She... This is jumping ahead a little bit in the story, but she figures out... Yeah, well, all that happens is this like in the loop for a while. Right. But so little later on, she figures out that everything started, like all the people started disappearing whenever her son was doing those like casual warp experiments in the engineering room warp experiments mm-hmm. and that that happens he's doing those experiments after she greets uh Dr. Quace on board but then when she has this conversation with uh Chief O'Brien and he's like yeah you came in you looked around there's no one here you were alone blah 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 that happened before the experiments so it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense for that reality to have been changed yet like no i think it would because after quace disappears her medical staff disappears and everybody pretends there was never any medical staff okay stop it's a speech no i'm not making (laughs) oh it's just an argument you're just talking now. Oh, okay. I only, um, the only music I want is the Titanic music, please. Okay. So. You got it. <laughs> Approved. This is. So, the. I want to understand. I'm okay. arguing because I want to understand. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, everybody, she's saying that because the interaction with O'Brien happened before the, the experiment disappeared, Beverly, that that wouldn't have been affected. But I'm saying that it's all Beverly's. The in, world that's getting affected is is an offshoot dimension of... We're in her brain right now. Kind of. Oh, right. And then when, later whenever they're like, oh, there's there's only ever been you as uh-huh. the... Okay, that okay, that makes sense. Then everything, yeah, all past things are affected. Right. But it, it's confusing because that's the most recent thing. Yeah, yes. Because there's for a long time during this episode, which is one reason... Is that a Titanic thing? One reason that I like this episode a lot is that for a long time during the beginning, you think that Dr. Quace is the issue. You think that there's a problem with right. Quace. Or that he's dead or that, or that he's a disappeared. Or, right. You know, and that uh, he was he was brought into being because of, which has happened before in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. There's like people will just appear because of some weird time-space continuum that never were there before. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that would make sense that you would, but I, I think it's because everything has changed. Okay. Now. So I withdraw my plot hole as, All right. as accusation. Crusher, as Crusher Let the record show. goes into her brain, we follow her. Because we have to be equally confused, right? Mm-hmm. Up until the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When this the Traveler comes back. so The Traveler is like an, a season one character. Oh, no way. Okay. And so he let's go to the... has the power of the mind. Like, he knows how to use his mind to, like, you know, do what he wants. It's a long time to go without food. Tell me about it. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> okay, so she checks. I like this conversation. Yeah. The price has been excised from the computer's memory. Did they come on board with Dr. Quaid? No. They've been on board for months. But my two duty nurses don't remember them. Their families don't remember them. As O'Brien didn't remember Dr. Quaid. 
I checked O'Brien thoroughly. I found no physiological abnormalities. Then I curl my Perfect hair again. The <laughs> then I came down here. Well, she nervously curls it. Engineering, sir. There's something down here I think you better see. It may be connected to Dr. Quaise's disappearance. On my way. Wesley's so in trouble right now. Yeah. Progress number one. No one's seen him. The replicator in his quarters has not been used. Mr. Wolf, check Holland's shield integrity for any sign of intruders. Yes, sir. It's but I've been closely monitoring all onboard sensors. There has been no indication that anything. Give me a level one diagnostic of any onboard sensors. I'm not a manual sweep of any oh, anomalous airborne or electromagnetic readings. So try everything to prove that my girlfriend's <laughs> right, okay? I know. Try I everything. I love this man. I know, because. Like, what a dream. Dr. Crusher is the only one with the power to to literally dismiss the captain and be like, you're not you're not fit to command oh. right now. So she's like technically above him. Yeah. But it's just in like medical, right? We need someone like that for our current presidential situation. Yeah, we need several. <laughs> well, we have. It's the Congress. Oh, but no. on, the, on the right way. So, so he knows... There's two people that that are like not in command mm -hmm. that Picard would listen to that way, which is Crusher. Mm -hmm. She's technically superior to him, so if she comes with a freak out about something, it's not like she suddenly went nuts. You know, it's like this. I is mean, like, well, he, he outranks her. He's not like she's his superior, but there is that 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 loophole that medical officer well, can take a yeah. captain out of du off duty. Yeah, she has the like. It's she can relieve the captain. Literally the only person. But and she can't take over number it. Number one then, ha would have to do it force Riker would, forcefully. Well, Riker would also take over. It's not like that Dr. Crusher would then suddenly be She wouldn't the take over, but she can like yeah. be like, you can't yeah. you can't be a captain right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Guinan, who's like an ancient being played by Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. So she's not really in command or even like in the academy, but in the Starfleet. But she is the bartender and she's like ancient. She so, would totally figure this out. Yeah, she too. comes in. She comes into Picard's like, if she's bringing something up, even though no one seems like something's up, and she's like, I have a feeling something's not okay. Picard will be like, let's take this. Very she seriously. has like interdimensional intuition. Yeah. Okay. So it's rad. It's yeah. She's good for and her. Picard she makes a mean, uh, Talarian old fashioned. Ooh. So Picard, um, Picard is not dumb. He knows like if this if this woman's speaking up, she's not a crazy hoe. You know. Alice. I just threw my water bottle. She's just throwing <laughs> trash in the floor. I'm sorry. She I'll pick, I'll pick it up. I do give a fuck. We're not rock stars. We didn't even make it to Vulture's list. I know. You're right. <laughs> Only a Vulture so list people can... pick up your fucking water bottle. I know. You're right. I Forever should, Dog I, doesn't tweet about You know about what? Us. And I'm actually going to pick up the water. No, he's <laughs> mad red, about red, that. He doesn't red, appreciate it. The bread-shaped hole. Sorry. Brett just got off his raft and he's graced us with his presence. He was sailing. I said, like, I thought you were on your yacht. He was like, it was my raft. Like, it's not even a yacht. It's just a raft. Him and Amy are just on this he's raft. Living it up in his and, raft. You know. Eating. Shark's Cove. <laughs> eating a couple frozen shrimps. <laughs> They're not even fresh. They're good. They're good frozen. <laughs> oh, wow. I love I love. Okay, so let's go a little further in. Worf's hair is also really bad. I don't you know think? if I've stressed that enough, but his hair is just It's like bad. a weird helmet, right? Yeah. He does have a ponytail later. So they all later, think that really he cute. disappeared. <laughs> uh, this so, is the, when she approaches, this is the part when she gets on the bridge and she's like, where's my medicine? The staff is gone. Staff is gone. Something else happened. 
sick bay is totally empty. Apparently, I no longer have any staff. Well, that surprises you, Doctor. <sighs> surprises me? I'll say it surprises me. There should be at least four members of my staff on duty at all times. I'm afraid ship's records do not concur, Doctor. What are you talking about? You do not have a staff. You're telling me I'm the sole medical officer on a ship with over a thousand people on board. Excuse me, Doctor, but the entire ship's complement is 230. It's still too many people for one doctor. Yeah. What are you saying, Data? Shut the fuck up. That's true. Get out. Well, of course, it's her brain, so that's why things are so weird, but yeah. regular Data would be like... Actually, you were my regular eh, one. Makes no sense. I like that she continues to advocate for herself, too, the whole time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 800 of its personnel. I know how it sounds. None of the scans show any anomalies. He just continues no drawing Bugs Bunny. <laughs> that sounds makes me crazy. It makes me crazy. Yeah. Captain, the Enterprise is in serious danger. You must believe me. She looks so pretty, and her hair fully changed from the last scene. Okay, we believe you. I believe you. You're stuck in a, your own. Okay, loop. I just want you to see. I feel like the hair's been the same, right, Caitlin? I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed like change drastic at all. changes. Look, what if you were stuck in a, a time loop about just her hair? <laughs> Her hair like, keeps changing, I swear! And me I, and Alice are like, we're uh, gonna figure this out. I don't think so. Look, look, it's so obvious. It literally changed. To me, it looks the same. One? Yeah. Now, maybe there could be something well, else responsible for this. Humidity, space sure. humidity. So let's go back to the part <laughs> where the traveler comes back, right? Because they're clearly- Bit over. Look. Well, that's different. She just fell. They're clearly to monitor all personnel. figuring out what the fuck is going on. People keep this. Oh, here's a test. Test pass. I need you to tell me if I've gone completely mad. If you can ask the question, I'd say no. Don't evade the question. Well, then ask me one I can answer. Deanna, I've delivered babies that no longer exist. No one else remembers them. Yet I can close my eyes and see their faces clearly as I see yours now. What if it's not some huge conspiracy? What if it is just me? What if it is just you? Then I've delayed a mission and frightened a lot of people, including myself. So what? You have acted in the best interest of your ship and crew. What more could you ask of yourself? And if this turns out to be a mistake, then we'll be a little late arriving at Urania 4. That's all. It's not a mistake. I wish it were. When we reach Starbase, I'll order complete workup, both physical and psychological. If we reach Starbase. Looking Wesley. out, not a window. Where's Wesley? So that's when it she's breaks the test. It. But yeah, up until that point, it uh, passes. You could argue that like when she says, like, I've I've frightened people. Like maybe some of those people are men and like <laughs> yeah. if you like get into it. But like I would say uh, 90% like, of that conversation It would really break passes. the test if she was like, you frighten people. Are any of them hot? You know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this is where she loses Wesley. They they have a little conversation and then I think they reuse a shot here. Yeah. They could have from the beginning. When she when she runs in, she's like, "Wesley." Uh and then it happens again and I think they use the same shot. Wow. Just yeah. Again, have. you'll be the authority on that. <laughs> Accidentally recreated something that he did, something that could alter reality. I don't see how. He's the only one who could explain it to us. I've sent a message to Tal of the Sea, but it's so far away it could take days to get there. Maybe the captain can help us. We've got to find him. Come on. 
I don't even know if he's still alive. He was very sick. Well, we can't stand around here doing nothing. It's a chance. We have to try to... Wesley. So this shot right here. Yeah. Wesley! They used it, like, a minute ago. Oh. Imagine being the actress shooting that episode where you're, like, alone, just running around the ship being like, huh? She talks to herself a lot in, yeah, like, the back, great. like, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, like... This is so or creepy. Or, like, 10 minutes. This is so creepy. I, yeah, he's I love acting. this scene a lot. So she walks onto the bridge. Everyone else in the entire ship has disappeared. And she walks on the bridge to see just Captain Picard. And they have this absolutely chilling conversation. And the harps are working overtime. <laughs> They're all gone. Riker, Troy, Data. Wait a minute. Let me guess. You never heard of any of them. You know, Doctor, I have been more than fair. <coughs> I've done everything I can to substantiate your, your perceptions of a we'll He was going to say something else. He's, he's very good at playing poker, loves to cook. He, he, he listens to jazz music, plays the trombone. I cannot find any evidence of a Will Riker. Commander Data, the android who sits in ops, dreams of being human. Has a huge a penis. Like a joke. <laughs> We'll be arriving at Starbase. It's circumcised. Deanna Troy, your ship's counselor, half betazoid, loves chocolate. The arrival of her mother makes you shudder. O'Brien, Geordi, Worf. All the other series regulars. They all have been the living, breathing heart of this crew for over three years. They deserve more than to be shrugged off, brushed aside, just pinched out of existence like that. They all do. They deserve so much more. Beverly. The silent, like, white noise. Perhaps it would be best if you were to confine yourself to Sydney until we arrive. So this is when he starts to, yeah, get a little... <laughs> it's all perfectly logical to you, isn't it? <sighs> the two of us roaming about the galaxy in the flagship of the Federation, no crew at all. We've never needed a crew before. I don't suppose you remember an alien from Toy Alpha C who was on board once. He called himself a traveler. Jean-Luc, I don't know how, but you and I have got to find this traveler or another from his race, if anyone can help us. I give you my word. When we arrive at the Starbase, I will make every effort to find him. Is he going to? It's not a delusion. It is not a dream. There is a physical, measurable phenomenon at work here. Perhaps you could help me to identify it. How? I'd like to use the ship's computer to monitor your life functions. Until I disappear. It will happen. Creepy. I didn't realize how long this scene was. That's okay. All right. Right? Computer, continuous scan. Captain Jean-Luc Picard, vital signs. Audible readout. Begin now. Body temperature, 37.2. Mm. I would really like for him to have a long earring in his ear right now. Yeah. I, get, I concur. <laughs> so they... You do remember that. Vividly. Like here, mm-hmm. but if I have forgotten my, he would look more like Daniel Day Lewis when he was younger. Oh sure, and I deserved every word. For quite some time, I've been meaning wow. to say something. Wow, here we go. To <gasps> I might not have another chance. John Luke, you and I. What? Was she gonna say that she was in love with him? Mm-hmm. You never know. 
You'll never know. I hate it. All I want is a sex romantic action. I Me too. won't forget. I won't forget any of you. Okay. Yes. So that happens. <laughs> scene was going on too long. It's like, a, but it's insane because it's like slowly losing your mind, and you know that I hate when like I'm right and someone misinterprets something, and then I'm suddenly like the crazy one. So. It's worst case scenario. I hate it. This mm. is like this is worst case scenario. Yeah, right. And when the feeling feel of being gas gaslit by your situation situation through the guise of your friends and colleagues. Right. Right. Like that is like the worst possible thing. And she is in that situation now, and then ends up completely alone on a ship that she has to control with no crew. Yeah. And I think she does a really like. I think the actress Gates McFadden does a great job. I. Um, I appreciate the idea that, like, eventually we come to um, we come back to this traveler who, when he first arrived on the show to like the, season, season one, season one, he was very drawn to Wesley, and he was like, "Wesley's a prodigy. He is great, and he his mind is amazing, it's open and it's going to do amazing things that nobody else in the galaxy is able to do." Mm -hmm. This human. Um, and then it's interesting when you think about that, and then there's not like a spinoff about Wesley. <laughs> like there definitely should be. Because oh shit! Who yeah. is that guy? I want to see that guy now. Now they're when, creating a million spinoffs. So yeah, but they're not. They totally shat on. I think uh, who's the guy who plays Wesley again? Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Anyway, um, I think they fucked Will Wheaton over, but Will Wheaton's doing fine, so it's okay. But anyway, um, I I like. I, like, so they I love come, your beef that you picked. I like it too. <laughs> I like it. It's a, it's a pepper steak. So the uh, they come back to the idea that it's not just like it's not just the space time continuum rupture. It's that our thoughts mm -hmm. have a place in all of this, and so we have to like focus our thoughts and our energy. And this is not the only time on this series that they get to get to that, out of the situation. To get out of a situation, mm -hmm. everybody on the crew. But don't you in real has life to basically meditate? Yeah. <laughs> are in know? more situations. Are in more situ uh, most situations that you experience. Your own brain being like, this is what's happening, like defining it. What do you mean? Like most beefs are like um, perceived like. Um, beefs? Wait. Yeah, beefs. I thought you said beefs. Like beefs? Yeah, but what are you The beefs about you beefs? have with other people? Wait, what do you think I'm talking about? Beefs? I wasn't. <laughs> I was talking about bringing Wesley back. But I'm talking about beefs. Okay. You're talking about like Percep your perceptions situation. of things yeah. and how a lot of the, yeah, a situation is colored by your perception of it versus other people's perceptions of it. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's mostly mental. Like I have three full blown romantic relationships. Right. That now? Are not real in the physical world. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're real to you. They're fully developed. Yeah. I feel happier this way. This is very nice. I yeah. have so much love to give in my brain to all these situations, but they don't have to play out in the physical for me to like find them real right so why not do that why isn't we that we're consistently considering that that's what's happening with all of reality yeah all of the it's time. almost in our nature to let fantasy decide what our actions should be even though maybe we're, maybe we're not maybe we're not focusing our fantasies properly and our thought or like stories aren't focusing them properly because they're not actually supposed to lead to action they're supposed to lead to their own i don't know manifestation of of some sort of spectral apparition not anyway. everyone's like this not everyone's like you know let their thoughts run the show 
But I feel like a lot of people... Well, I think the idea with meditation is that, like, you're not supposed to let your thoughts run the show because your thoughts want to run the show. You want to tell yourself stories. You want to tell yourself you're having these relationships. Ego wants to win. And wants to the idea of meditation mark. is to bring you back to, like, your own experience of Do reality. Do you meditate? No. Anyway, I don't know how. And your I... thoughts run the show? Um, you don't have to. There's not one or yeah, A or B. No, I don't know. I try to, like... Wrong answer. I mean, if we're if we're, we're if we're equating like thoughts and emotions, mm-hmm. which like slightly different, but also you know on the same kind of spectrum. I'm more um, mental. Some people are more emo- emotion based. I'm yeah. very not emotion based. I have a horrible relationship with my emotions. Um, but I I try to approach things from like a very pragmatic, logical point of view. So mm-hmm. I you guess guys that's are similar that way. Oh my god, let's I be am, friends. I am too. I compartmentalize and it's great. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work for certain a lot of things, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, relationships. Yeah, relationships when people are expecting me to react a certain way, and I'm like, mm. yeah, and I'm a little bit callous or a little bit uh, weird, mm. yeah, to them, uh, especially with girls. I'm like, whoa, it's a lot. I don't know what to say. Women yeah. be crazy. Just kidding. Yeah, I mean, just so you just no, make them feel crazy. but um, it's a lot. Yeah, it's you're like, whoa, I like since like um, I don't know, kind of understand street guys is like full-blown confusion uh-huh of being like well that's because they're stupid <laughs> yeah i mean but there's also like codes and things that we expect like stories we do tell ourselves and yeah. expect from guys and they don't get it and and we're so upset they when didn't get they the memo. Don't. and and to us all girls were like it's so logical like it makes sense mm. but to them they're like she's saying one thing and doing another and then she's mad like mm-hmm. i don't know what this is mm-hmm. i've been there I've been that guy. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. But yeah, I, I am more pragmatic with stuff. But that's why I'm able to maintain several romantic relationships in my brain. Sure. Versus like, it'd be feelings. What do you mean by that exactly? Do you have like crushes on people? That, it's more or? than crushes. It's like, how can I explain it? I have an ex-boyfriend that I feel like we still have a relationship. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure of it, so it's not like I'm act- in real life actively trying to do anything. Yeah, so I you just... haven't like deluded yourself into thinking I'm with this person. Oh no, that no, I'm no. Okay, okay. I just exist in that world where <laughs> we ha- we have this thing, <clears throat> and then there's two other people where that happens. Okay, very good. And none of them are here, or make out with me, or fuck me. So, okay. <laughs> so they never just merge into the same person. No, 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 because that's the idea. Uh, it's yeah. that I have uh, Polly like. I have so much. Yeah, you have, you have a, fant- a poly fantasy. Yeah, it's wonderful. Because mm. then I don't actually have to invest the holodeck. time or the effort. So you have your uh, mental holodeck. Yeah. We didn't have holodeck on this episode. That's is that bad. healthy? <laughs> I think it is. No, am I emotionally healthy? No, but there's other reasons. So, okay, he's back. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Alice. <laughs> I appreciate so this your is the direct ma- ways. <laughs> I know you do. So there's this man. This is the traveler from there's season one. There's still a way. He just appears to help Wesley out at the very end. And and Wesley just Wesley's so excited to Captain see this Long guy. Four, his four, 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 friend. Six, two, it's his friend. His friend that they are intellectual. He's got three fingers. And now, it's cute. Good observation. Thank you so much. Is she alive? As long as she thinks she is alive, she is alive. What the hell does that mean? Oh, it's so funny. Is this the second so time they, they toy with this concept? Because Guinan, when when Captain Picard got kidnapped by the Borg. Uh, she told Riker, she came to Riker and was like, hey, all the people at the bar are like thinking they're going to die tomorrow. And he's like, 
yeah, well, I don't have a way to assure them that they won't be dead tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And she's like, if a man thinks he's dead tomorrow, he's going to find a way to be dead tomorrow. So, like, they're, like, toy with this idea of the power of the mind and how you, mm -hmm. like, make can make yourself die, I guess, by thinking well, yourself you can, dead. Uh, yeah. It's the second time it's happened, like, very back-to-back. -back. Yeah, but I think the, the two different situations, well, that's Radically, a lot to yeah. into. But All still, right, like, so, the same theory. Right. So Riker is like, Your species what? <laughs> have very narrow perceptions of time It's the second time someone told him this. <laughs> when Beverly Crusher was caught in the static warp bubble, she created her own reality. Her thoughts, at the precise moment she was trapped, determined its shape and form. Can you go in and get her back? No. It is her reality. I cannot enter it any more than I can enter her thoughts. But you said there's still a way. I can help, but I can't do it myself. I see those three Wesley. fingers now. Mm -hmm. There is a power within each of us that most people haven't begun to realize. Again? But you have begun, or else I would not have known to come here now. Together, we may be able to open a gateway for her, but she must choose to walk through it. <laughs> okay, What's so we get power? It. What's this power? The power of the thoughts? So it's the it's power of the thoughts mixed with their ability to control. The force is strong with him. The force yeah. is strong with him. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's weird when Star Trek goes there. Because mm -hmm. it's more, they're more like rational politics. Uh, like, uh, what's the logic? Well, they're science here? fiction. And Star Wars <laughs> Okay, I understand is that. I understand that part. Science fantasy it's kind like of fantasy westerns it's like it's action, cow it's cowboys like an action fantasy. space western it's called space western yeah it is and and so what we're dealing with now i think when we go to the star trek like side of things is like it's not jedi it's like it's not some magical race of people but it's like this alien is from another um species that's more in touch with their ability to manifest via um like energy strings and right. you know there's a lot of theories out here that work in that are working in the direction of like the kinetic power of your you know like if you think a, they've studied something that like if you think a thing at plants that like that you wish them well like at them that they at get the happier plants. or whatever like there's weird shit like that so like we're hmm. we're doing scientific research around this topic that we don't understand and i think at the time they were sort of referring to that like well at a certain point are we going to figure this out and so that's like the science fiction part of it you know and it's kind of like the secret they were, they were toying it's like with those secret. ideas since like the 20s the, yeah like um even all the occult occultists were mm -hmm. like thinking like the power of thought ritual mm -hmm. and then they took like i think the magic element of it and people like in the 40s mm -hmm. napoleon hill and all this like motivational speakers start coming out right and that was like the main theory is like the power of your thoughts so they're just taking this like concept, just like any other con uh, like theory that we may have as a as a society. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just I don't know. So, but then I also don't understand the what they're doing circuit. at the console. Did you catch that? There, he's like, because he's like, we got to do equations, but also look past the equation. Yeah. So, like, I don't quite know. Yeah, I they think, also don't quite. What know do you it think? Like. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah. The writers are just like, oh, let's just like put some dialogue in here and it won't necessarily make sense, but the audience won't question no, it. Is. The techno babble. Yeah. They're so good at it. So she finally figures out that she's in this ever uh, contracting bubble. I like that she figures this out separately. I like this too. Because the, 
like the traveler comes in and tells everyone what's going on, but she pieces it all together herself. herself. I feel like in a lot of stories, if it were a woman, it would just be like, oh, we need to go in and save her. Like she's scared and blah, blah, blah. But she like takes charge. She pieces it all together. Right. And she like then figures out that she has to jump through through the, the vortex thing. Yeah. Decompression decks 5 through 14. Sealing off forward sections. Cause? A flaw in the ship's design. Show me. Of course. Analysis. No ship structures exist forward of bulkhead 342. Creepy. Superimpose previous image over this one. Same scale and continue to monitor. It's collapsing. Hull integrity now compromised on decks 3 through 15. Computer. How long can life support be maintained? Four minutes and 17 seconds. And how long is it going to take me to recurl my hair? <laughs> um, so she Captain, we have figures it out. Thank you, Alice. <laughs> Jordy, we're in position. She was like brushed in that. I know. <laughs> how come the only other woman so in the crew gonna... is wearing purple? And how come there's only other one other woman in the crew? Thank you. Thank you because... for all those questions. It's true. We it's been a thing. We're like, why does Troy have yeah, to well, wear a guy... non uniform a gynecological? Yeah, she's gotta palette. wear a un- a sex unitard. Yeah. Because she's supposed to be the hot one. Right. And so it there's a, there's a slut in a Madonna. And crushes the Madonna. And then Whoopi Goldberg comes in and she's like, um, I'm an Oscar winning actress. I'm going to be neither of those things. <laughs> I'm going to be the black best friend. Well, to Picard. Yeah, yeah, in a way, exactly. But also. They were trying. They were trying to like. But also years she. Old. They were trying to be like, what's utopic uh, societal. Several times in state like equality. Like they don't even talk about it that way. It's, it's just assumed. Mm-hmm. But the writers are still like. Guys from 30 years old. Right. I also feel that Whoopi is able to be sexualized. You know, like Whoopi doesn't have, like, Guinan isn't a, you know, a stock character as much as the other characters right. tend to fall into. Like, she gets to be, she gets to sex it up when she wants to. She gets to, you know. She's made, yeah, she's made, like, little comments here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Her and Riker got sexy. Um, so let's wrap it up because. It is time, Wesley. He's beeping with eyes closed. He's touching buttons. Jordy could do that. This is just like in the first Star Wars movie when he's like, trust your feelings, Luke. And then he like shuts off his computer and is like doing everything blind. Let go of the anticipation. I'm sure they honored it. I mean, we're the same nerds. upon yourself. Let it all go. Leave it behind. Yes, the ability is there inside of you. You do not need interesting to music. For it. Mm-hmm. When it should be that song, "Remember Me" from Remember Coco. Remember me. <laughs> What's Even the next? When I'm in a bubble that's contracting, remember me. All right. Now I'm in a warp field. Could my thoughts have changed? Now I'm on the warp tour. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we Come we get on, it. Beverly. Right? Oh, you wanna do a song? What was I thinking at the moment Wesley's bubble formed? I wish I could oh, isolate nice. isolate the soundtrack. He said all the people he'd know were gone. <laughs> what is that sound? What does you know I'm only playing Titanic. Oh okay, that's true. Engineer. 
I, th- I don't recognize this but from she's Titanic. A she doesn't recognize it. It's called Ashore Never Leaved. <laughs> Never well, reached. Oh. I think she means st- we stop pressing play and stop because it's driving me crazy. The I think she You're means going- like the songs from the Titanic, not like the score. It's a score. So you want to go to a real party? <laughs> yes, this is what I mean. <laughs> Isn't this all copyrighted? Like Are you allowed to play this? Okay, we might not be able to. That's a good want. question. You know what? Hey. If we're not what? worried about making a list on Vulture, who cares? <laughs> we're not, because it's already over. Hey, they add, oh. they add us oh. posthumously. They're like, huh. we made a huge mistake. <laughs> this is a great um, scene, though. But we Titanic. didn't corrections, corrections. <laughs> but we didn't make any kind of mistakes when we booked Caitlin Durante on this episode. Of oh my gosh, Trek thank City. you so much. Um, yeah. Do you have so any much. last minute observations about? Would you watch Star Trek again? I enjoyed this episode, uh, and I think that I should go back and explore um, the next generation, certainly. Um, I don't know how I would feel about Voyager. I could give it a try. Uh, the original, what's it called? The the original series? That's just what it's called? Yeah. Okay, it's, it's the original called the, series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know OS, OS, about OG. that one. But I'm much more of a, a movie gal, I so I might just like it. watch all the movies. We're um, watching the original series for our Patreon, and it is terrible. It's very annoying. Yeah, but we love Spock. Spock, Spock is, cool. is wonderful. Almost everything else about that show is really it's hard to get. By. Yeah, well, yeah. it gets better. Okay, great. Um, I but don't think like I have any climb. other thoughts uh, I find it weird that Quace never comes back Dr. Quace like he, they're just like she like tumbles back into like the dimension she needs yeah, yeah. to be in I do feel like that would be a really good way to like sum up the episode is it'd be a fun tag if Quace walked back in and he's like hey, hey where have you been uh yeah like does a replicator make whiskey <laughs> <laughs> or something like that you know? all my friends are dead <laughs> yeah but he just he doesn't show up again um, but overall, I found this very because I am watching things a lot from like you know the Bechtel, like go- yeah. Bechtel goggles on, and like from this like you know my the feminist point of view that I've grown used to from doing the Bechtel cast, mm. and I was like su- pleasantly surprised uh, of like how much agency she has, and like she advocates for herself Man. and all that stuff. So yeah, Ugh, what a good episode to have you on because there are other episodes in which, <laughs> not so much. Wow, <laughs> but it's getting better. And also this, this no, they try, they makes, try, they, they, they try, try to be equal to their cast members. It's just some of them they don't know what to do with, and I think it does have to do with the fact that they're women or of color. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's also, you know, you kind of pick. It's a, in a it's a big ensemble, and I feel like they pick like the top three characters. Yeah, and so that's Data, Riker, and and Picard. Yeah. But it has. I don't think it yeah. has to do with with gender as much. I hate saying it because I want to f- always be finding that. But I, I just well, think it has, it has to do with the fact that they're the th- top three. Well, characters. and the and the way the show was originally written has to do with gender because yeah. the fact that they wrote the three main characters as men. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Is the, the origin gendered of idea in the first place. But I'm really pleased with your assessment because I I wanted it. You know, this is my show, and I wanted it to. <laughs> It's not my show. Yeah, so I was also. It's sorry. It, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test until like I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I say things like that. I'm I know so terrible. You're so like Ugh. domineering. I'm very domineering. It's I something bet Garrett it's, likes that. It's something. Oh, hey, okay. <laughs> it's something I do need to work on. Um, and well, we'll work on it uh, on our next episode featuring Aaron Lennox. You guys come back for that next week. No, In the meantime, she's going behind. 
Next week we'll have uh, <laughs> two episodes ago. We're gonna have famous millennial Twitter persona. Uh, what is his name? I forgot his name. Dennis Quaid is gonna be on yes. the show uh, after his <laughs> um, his cool. He's he's snowboarding right now. He so was he's born be, eventually. What do millennials do? <laughs> Snowboard. Yeah. He's on his bird scooter <laughs> coming over. He's um, do you have anything that you'd like to plug? Oh, just listen to my podcast, The Bechdel Cast. And that's spelled, if you don't know, it's spelled B-E-C-H-D-E-L. So check that out. And, and cast uh, is C-A-S-T. Correct. <laughs> yes. Um, and you can go to my website, uh, com, and follow me on like Twitter and Instagram at Caitlin Durante. And it's Caitlin with an yeah, I, guys. Do it, do it. Not a Caitlin with a Y. Correct. And Caitlin with a C, not a K. Not a K. Yeah. Or- C-I. I'll just, should I just spell the whole thing, or should I, we just like do it out of order? Why not? It's Caitlin with one N, not two Ns. <laughs> Wait. It's Caitlin without an E on the end, Real? and not a silent Z in the beginning. There's True. no, there's the, no H. Caitlin. <laughs> there's no H. There is no H. Or R's, so calm down. It's not Caitlin. <laughs> it's not Caitlin. Oh, my God. Caitlin Barrel. Oh or Luke Caitlin. Luke. Luke. Like Luke Crate. I don't know what Luke. Oh, Crate. it's like a Luke Crate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's a nerd website. We gotta get some. We gotta get some merch. Yeah, get some sponsors. Get so, sponsored you're by just Luke Crate. At me so disgusted. We should, we right should now. get sponsored. <laughs> Let's get sponsored by like Vans or something. <laughs> I'm in a skater mood. I think it's because I'm wearing I my Dixie. Get Dixies. sponsored by like Instagram. <laughs> that's a small. <laughs> it's a startup. They're not sponsoring anybody. This is a tiny. Just company. like how Star Wars is very yeah. obscure and not well known. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much thank for coming. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Watch some more, uh, at least the next generation. And we would love to see you on your show. Yeah, well, come on. We'll, we'll, I'll email you. All right. All right. I'll come in. <laughs> it's set. It's set. I won't be domineering at all, I promise. <laughs> she will be. Just beware. You're right. Just be oh. ready for it. I like a domineering woman. Yeah. Yeah, too. but it's good. There's parts of it that are okay. Sometimes we fight. I don't want to hurt, I just I don't so hurt my friend Veronica's feelings, though. And that's what I don't want to do. Rarely do you. I'm mostly like. She doesn't really have any. I'm kind of observing you, like. Huh. Well. Yes, she is. That's how I feel. <laughs> I get really small. All right. Thank you, Kate. Thanks Kate, for having me. Sorry to make your goodbye about us. No, that's quite, quite hey, right. Hey, thanks for coming on the Thank show. You so much. Thanks for Talk having me. Soon. Bye. Love you. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Don't forget today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. Is BetterHelp.com the whole thing? No one's here. I'm alone in a hotel room by myself. And that's something that used to give me a lot of anxiety, actually. And I was usually fine with being alone. Uh, It's other people. That's my ish. But I was able to get over my ish with the help of a licensed professional. That's why I'm urging you today to go to BetterHelp.com so you can get matched up with a therapist that can start helping you unpack your issues, whatever they may be, alone in a hotel room or in a hotel room with people. By the way, my issues were not that I was in a hotel room with people. It was just other people dealing with them, etc. All right, better, betterhelp.com. Enter code TREX for 10% off your first month.